Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And we are broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios, MTE, supplying power to the station's tower downtown, the radio station, and to your home, MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. We're... uh, going to be talking about uh, some new fentanyl legislation that is uh, about to be taken up in Nashville and State Representative Mike Sparks is going to join us in uh, just a few but our friends from Steered Straight are here and uh, first of all Darla is here in studio and uh, Michael you just have to understand I have to introduce Darla first (laughs) because she is the better half right? (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Darla, how are you? I am wonderful. Glad to be here with you. Yeah, glad you are here too. Michael, you are uh, out and about, I hear. Uh, Yeah, I just left uh, Oklahoma. I'm in Texas uh, today, tomorrow. Uh, I'll be back in the best state in America, Tennessee, this weekend, and then off to the second best state in America, Kentucky, uh, Monday through Wednesday, and then back in Tennessee on Thursday. So, yeah, all over the country. Well, um, Darla shared with me some uh, information here recently. Steered Straight has now been able to meet with and talk to about 14 million, that's right, 14 million middle and high school students with uh, your drug education program. So you have to be awfully proud of that number. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, honestly a feat that I never even imagined we would accomplish when we started. Um, you have to add elementary school kids and college students in there as well, but it's it's a it's about ninety percent middle school and high school. But fourteen million students, we will achieve that um, next Thursday. Uh, exactly uh, next Thursday, and we couldn't be more happy that we're going to meet that number in Tennessee. Right in Nashville, we will be crossing 14 million students in 17 years. And uh, I'm telling you, it literally brings tears to my eyes. Well, um, Darla, I know that you you are kind of um, the, the if, if there's anyone to steer Michael, that has to be you, right? <laughs> that is true. And he did not say where that would be. That will be at Davidson Academy on next Thursday. Okay, He'll be there all day. He'll actually be doing a parent academy at nighttime. So if anyone, any, uh, anyone in the community would like to come out and hear uh, Michael speak, it's going to be a very informational, motivational, impactful night. Now that's um, over, let's see, 2007, uh, what's that, about 17, 16, 17 years that you've been at this? Yeah, 17 years. Um, you know, you know my story, and a lot of people know my story. It is, unfortunately, it's a story of, um, you know, that life experience I spent 12 years in prison after a long life of addiction. So when I was released from prison, um, I began Steered Straight. So it's 17 years and we are crossing 14 million uh, kids. And uh, in that time, I know that you made the move to uh, Murfreesboro into this area and uh, kind of tell us what led you to to make uh, Rutherford County your home and the home base for your Steered Straight organization. Well, um, initially it wasn't by choice moving to the South, um, <laughs> but when you're ma- when you're married to a girl from West Virginia, um, you know you don't really make too many choices and decisions in your life. You just salute and say yes, ma'am. Um, but uh, we uh, have been coming to Nashville and Middle Tennessee for years, 
and just fell in love with it. And we decided we were going to leave. I'm sorry. She decided we were going to leave the north and come south. And honestly, we could have went anywhere uh, in the south. Um, I'm so grateful that we chose Middle Tennessee. Um, I will never leave. This will be our home forever. Um, I just absolutely love Middle Tennessee. Uh, And I I just love Murphy's, bro. I like being just outside in Nashville, close to the airport pretty much because I do so much flying and driving. Um, And uh, I just I just love this area and the people. And um, I I wouldn't I wish I I wish we left uh, the north, you know, 10 years earlier. I wish we came to uh, to Murphy's, bro, 10 years earlier. So. Well, uh, State Representative Mike Sparks has been able to uh, pry himself away from what's going on at uh, the state capitol. And part of the uh, reasoning to have the two of you uh, on here is uh, not only to recognize the great work of Steered Straight and and what you're doing here, but also to bring Mike in. Mike, you've got some important legislation that is coming up that kind of hits home with the, uh, the message of Steered Straight with Michael and Darla. Yes, I'm sorry I couldn't take your call earlier. We're literally getting committee assignments just now. We're, we just ended ended a session for the for the day. Uh, yeah, and, and I appreciate Carla and Michael for what they do. And you know they've been at this a long time. We need more um, nonprofits out here fighting the good fight of the drug problem and addiction and recovery. Uh, but what my what my legislation is 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 really calling fentanyl a, a weapon of mass destruction. And we're seeing, I think it was over about 200,000 deaths the past few years. You know, it's coming across this border. I talked to um, I talked to uh, uh, an undercover agent of the day. This stuff's coming from China, Russia, and it's influencing, our, it's impacting our kids, impacting society. Michael's seeing this. Uh, it, he sees these reports daily, and um, we've got to do more, bring more awareness to it. Uh, Many times I don't think pass the law is the way to solve problems. It's more awareness and, and getting folks like Michael and others involved, our churches involved or other nonprofits involved, our educators involved, parents involved. And um, it's really some scary times, Brian, where we're at uh, today. But it all, but that, that uh, legislation also increases uh, the penalty and, um, and also would allow um, a, a jury to, to in, in, in install the death penalty for folks who are out here selling this to our young people uh any thoughts on um do you think this legislation is going to have uh an easy trip i don't know if any any legislation is easy to pass through um what are your thoughts on that well you know my my logic is is that you know sometimes there may be another member that has similar thoughts and you know the governor may have similar thoughts on on legislation so we kind of pull all these together you know i'm sure there's going to be a fiscal note on a bill Anytime you have a physical implication to the taxpayers, that always raises eyebrows. Uh, but but pe- members up here know that this has impacted Mountain City to Memphis, to Manville to, Ma- to Manchester, and um, I feel I feel good about it. You know, I've got some other legislation that that will be you know it's a, a little controversial. It's the um, but I, I had legislation years ago, and I'm really hoping Michael and Darla may get involved with this, and people in the community get involved with this. My bill is called, it's a juvenile justice bill, and it's on interrogation of juveniles. And um, if you remember, I introduced it, I think it was six years ago. But here's what I'm told that's really that leaders in Rutherford County should pay attention to. I was told if my legislation would have passed six years ago, the taxpayers wouldn't have paid out $6 million in that lawsuit. 
when those um, juveniles were arrested and incarcerated. Uh, so that's going to get some attention. I'm going to run it again. I feel like I have uh, a little bit more support on that legislation. Uh, at the time, six years ago, I really didn't have the support. But here's what fiscal conservatives like myself need to pay attention to, is these issues impact the taxpayers. And if we can prevent things from happening, yeah. it's better than running laws and then all of a sudden we're having to incarcerate people for making terrible decisions, you know, our youth. And that parallels back to Rob Mitchell and I, and, and with your help, Brian and Scott Walker, with this critical thinking skills with our minors today to think before they act. Think before you uh, take that drug. Think before you yeah. smoke that cigarette. Think before you drink that, take that drink, or think before you, um, you know, choke on that on that joint because it may be laced with fentanyl. All these things circle back together, and it's a lonely fight. It's lonely for me the past 20 years. It's lonely for Michael sometimes, but we've got a great school board. We've got great county commissioners. We've got Joe Carr uh, and others who I know Craig Harris that I've had us read and so many others that do care about this issue. Uh, I feel good about it. I also need the county commission to um, to kind of get behind me uh, on this as well. We've got State Representative Mike Sparks joining us from Nashville, and uh, Michael DeLeon is on the road, and Darla is here in studio with us. Uh, we're going to talk more about this fentanyl legislation. Um, Michael, I was just on steeredstraight.org, and if you scroll down on the webpage, you've got some information about fentanyl awareness, and you show a picture of you know, a Xanax pill and one that's real and one that's fake, and you can't tell the difference between the two. That's kind of what we're dealing with here with this fentanyl. It's, it's in things that you just don't know that it's there there's no way to tell until it's too late maybe right and it's um it's in everything now you know one of the greatest christian artists in the world toby mack lost his son just two years ago in nashville from fentanyl in methamphetamine uh I, two days ago we had a kid in new rochelle new york uh get reversed from an overdose with narcan by the school nurse the, the child overdosed on fentanyl in school and fentanyl was in his vape cartridge so for the last year i've been talking to kids in schools and parents across the country about fentanyl in vape cartridges not the vape cartridges that you would buy at the store obviously but that they're getting online so the picture that you see on the website is a xanax pill next to a counterfeit xanax pill and according to the dea current numbers right now are three out of five pills that are available on the streets or on the internet three out of five pills are counterfeit pills containing fentanyl and as mike sparks indicated go ahead as mike sparks indicated these precursors these analogs are being uh, shipped into our country into south america and into mexico from china from india and then the cartels are pressing this uh precursors into pills made to look just like pills and they're put into powder and liquid form and they're sent into our country and now a lot of the precursors are making it in in bulk because uh at our ports of entry uh, our border patrol and our customs uh patrol are finding so much of the pills so they're pressing the, the um the precursors into powders and liquids and they're coming in in truckload and then they're being uh pressed and made into pills in arizona in new mexico in texas and shipped all across the country so 
for for Mike Sparks to introduce this legislation, it should be widely accepted, should be bipartisan, because he's right. Fentanyl is not a drug anymore. It's a weapon of mass destruction. And they are absolutely using this weapon to kill children, to kill Americans. The only purpose of sending this synthetic fentanyl into our country is to murder us. And so that's we have to treat the cartels differently. They have to be labeled a terrorist organization. Fentanyl has to be designated a weapon of mass destruction. It needs to happen as a, at, a, as a, at a federal level. But as everyone has witnessed for decades, our federal government is dysfunctional. And right now with fentanyl, they're derelict. So we need to do this at the state level and protect the citizens of Tennessee. And I so commend Mike Sparks for introducing this legislation. Mike, um, as, and Michael, this border situation, there, there are a lot of things that you could look at and not to really pick it at certain things. But if there, it's more than just the people coming across the border. It's what is coming across the border. And with this fentanyl being coming in from other countries through Mexico and into the United States, I mean, we know exactly how it's getting here. And it's kind of frustrating I guess to that there's nothing to at least stop that you know if 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 we could stop one thing you know because it is causing such problems um but that, that's a story for another day I guess Well right. you know I mean, that, go ahead Michael go ahead You know the, a lot of people just don't understand the border and we shouldn't politicize it because it's not political the average everyday, uh, you know, um, migrant that's coming into our country uh, is not bringing fentanyl into our country. They're seeking a better life. Some are seeking uh, freedom from oppression. Some are seeking, you know, a, a economic freedom. There's a plethora of reasons why people are coming into our country from China, from Asia, from South America, from all over the world. But they are being charged massive amounts of money. There is not a single migrant entering our country that hasn't paid the car tell for passage into our country and they are trafficking human beings thousands and tens of thousands of young girls and women are being sexually trafficked they are being brought into our country trafficked into our country and put into the sex trade this is another story for another day but these women these girls are being sexually trafficked and these men and women that are being uh, sent to our country are are distraction for the border uh cartels as well when the, if you're watching the news and you see you see 2,000 migrants all show up at once in, in line, right? You have to ask yourself, what do you think they did? They just texted each other that morning and said, when are you going? Okay, I'll meet you there. No, the cartels are orchestrating these, these populations to come all at once in one single area. And what that does is it draws border patrol agents from miles and miles and miles in to process those men and women and those children coming into our country. And when that happens, all those areas of the border are wide open and the cartels run jeeps, trucks, vans, people full of fentanyl through those open areas. This immigration catastrophe is a distraction and a money-making opportunity for the cartels. They are making more money on drugs than they ever have before. They are making more money on human and sex trafficking than they ever have before. And anyone who looks at the border and politicizes it, they don't understand what's happening. We need to shut this border down. We need to treat the cartels as a terrorist organization. And as Mike Sparks is introducing, we need to designate fentanyl, a weapon of mass destruction. It's not going to solve 
solve the problem, but it is absolutely going to lay a foundation where we can solve the problem. Mike, what do you think about, as Michael mentioned a minute ago, three out of every five pills that uh, are out there being illegally sold are laced with this fentanyl? Yes. Well, you know, up here, it's just, you know, I, I worry about this nation. I just, you know, we just had a grandbaby you know, after the loss of my, my mother, who is from Scotland, so I'm half immigrant, I guess you could say, but, you know, we picked up a, a grandbaby, and I'm really worried about the future that that, that, that little girl is going to face and the future of other listeners, kids and grandkids, what they're going to face. Um, you know, we ha- hosted that opioid mental health town hall at Parkway Baptist Church three years ago, and there was an African-American young young mother that, that had a portrait of her son, and it just, man, it just breaks my heart. She held it up, and she put it down, and I said, no, ma'am, give me that, get that photo back up here. Let me see it. And she said that was her 19-year-old son who had overdosed on something laced with fentanyl. Um, you know, we just got to get back to the, the basics, man, and think about what our forefathers would do in the greatest generation. You know, I know Michael doesn't want to be, I mean, all due respect, political or anything. I, I am going to be political. I, I laid the blame on the Biden administration, on his weakness, on Kamala Harris. Let's face it, this is a joke of an administration. This is like fairyland. Um, and like Trump said, if we don't have borders, we don't have a country. Yeah. Our forefathers be rolling over in their grave. This isn't a Democrat or Republican issue. Because I served with some good Democrats right up here beside me. Joe Towns, one of them, uh, Bob Freeman, and others who do who I know care about addiction and treatment for for uh, to help this next generation and those that's battling it. And, and if you're a listener and this hadn't affected you and your mm-hmm. family, then you must be an orphan because it's affected everyone. Yeah, uh, and just the the vastness of this, Michael, that, I mean, it does affect. I mean, if you really sit down and think, you know someone in your family, probably close family, that has gone through drug addiction, maybe not with fentanyl, but it's only a matter of time if if they're still um, playing with this stuff. Yes, it it has affected everyone. You might just not know it. Mm -hmm. I agree with everything Mike Sparks said. Um, I do hold the Biden administration responsible. It is catastrophe at this border. And if we don't shut the border down, when I say don't make it political, the left, the Democrats make this political. You can't say the border without people's head exploding. And they're politicizing it is what I meant. Um, This has to shut. Everyone that's against talking about the border, I always ask them, do you lock your house? When you leave for work in the morning, do you lock your car when you're in your office or in your place of business? Why wouldn't we lock our country? As Trump said, as Mike Sparks uh, repeated, if you do not have a border, you do not have a country. The cartels are using our um, Democrat Biden administration catastrophe at that border to traffic human beings and to traffic drugs and to kill our children. It is everywhere in our country. Tennessee is one of the top states per capita for losing people to fentanyl overdose and fentanyl poisoning. It's not just an overdose, it's a poisoning. So we have a massive, massive problem. There's a lot of good organizations that are trying to raise awareness. I don't wanna raise awareness, I wanna educate people. I wanna educate kids, I wanna show people. Uh, Steered Straight produced a curriculum on fentanyl and it's on our website. 
We spend tens of thousands of dollars producing it. It's absolutely free. It's on our website. Any parent, any child, any educator, any law enforcement first responder hero can go and take our whole fentanyl curriculum. It's going to give them enough information to understand what's happening, not just know that something exists called fentanyl, but why it's here, how it got here, and what it's doing, how dangerous it is. So at steeredstraight.org, there's a learning uh, courses that people can take uh, on a number of different things, but the free there's a free one on fentanyl, and I urge every single person to please take that curriculum, get an understanding and an education about what uh, this is all about and why Mike Sparks' legislation is so vitally important to the citizens of Tennessee. And I'm hoping that other legislators across the country will take his example, you know, uh, and and, and um, implement this in other states. But I wish our federal government would pay attention to what Mike Sparks is doing and take that up um, federally. There has been bipartisan introduction of uh, of legislation to declare fentanyl a weapon of mass destruction. It just hasn't got anywhere in the last House and this last Senate. So I'm hoping things change this year. Well, um, unfortunately, we're flat out of time, but uh, Michael, appreciate you joining us. I know you keep a very busy schedule, and uh, it's always good to hear from you. Thank you. And Thank you so much to Mike Sparks for everything he's doing. Mike, appreciate it, and um, I guess we'll catch up with you here soon. Thank you all. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, darling. Very good. Thank you. And uh, that's going to do it for our show. Hey, if you missed part of the uh, conversation, you can go back and listen on our podcast, WGNSRadio.com. Just look for uh, podcasts, then Rutherford Issues, or wherever you listen to audio, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google, Facebook. Yep, we're in all of those places with the podcast. Just search for WGNS, subscribe, and you'll be getting, getting those each and every day when we update the shows.